Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can fill it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, bars, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, oh, with it, keeping the beans on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paste better. The fix is in and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You're now tuned into the fix. Your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on SiriusXM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Happy, happy Monday. This is your boy, DJ Focus, checking in. It's your girl, Dice Gamble. Mm-hmm. Wake up. Yeah, wake, wake up, up, sis. Wake, wake up. up. Monday wake morning, up. One, one more time. Yes, it's a good week. It's going to be a good week. If it hasn't been a good week, just confess it's going to be a good week. Listen, I feel That's like it. that weekend. I feel like That's that weekend it. was too short. I'm gonna go ahead and rant a little bit. I feel okay. like the weekend go was ahead. too short. We're right back here it. one more time. Tell us all about it. We know you had a power packed weekend. What? 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 Listen, everything. A little, little Every bit day. of everything. Um, definitely shouts out to uh, Jay Williams and um, the whole the super production with the Gospel Hip Hop Awards. One K few with the One K few bash. Listen. I, that, that's why I'm dragging a little this morning, but God okay. is good. God is good. We're going to get your coffee. No, no, I, I got one. I got one right here close. Okay. Real close to me. So we're okay. going to get through the day. <laughs> no, but it was a great weekend. Um, everything was uh, excellent. We definitely will, uh, you know, give some recap uh, info. And we got vi- uh, tons of videos. You already know, Dice. I got yeah. tons of video content okay. coming. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll definitely fit y'all in on that. <clears throat> Once again, you tune into the fix. And of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. And listen, another, another, another powerful show. We're going to start the the Monday morning off right. Mm-hmm. We have a, a, a real talk conversation that me and Dice have been wanting to have for a while now. Um, mm-hmm. What are we talking about, Dice? We're going to talk about serving like mm. uh, other people. <laughs> mm. Not yourself. Mm-hmm. So happy Monday is going to be about other people. Well, you know, Mondays are usually like that anyway. So this topic seems appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's it's so much, it's so much power in that though. Like I, I think I, I don't want the listeners to, you know, walk past that, like the power <laughs> in serving. No, seriously. Yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be a great yeah. conversation today. Yeah. We also have a exclusive interview with um, a super producer as well as DJ uh, DJ Jimmy Rock. So I definitely uh, want to take you guys backstage uh, on that exclusive interview. Um, and listen, 
you never know what else we might have up our sleeve. Y'all just want to keep it locked. These next two hours yeah. is about to be powerful. Listen, DJ Focus and Dice Campbell, we right here. Wake up Monday morning with us. Let's uh, start off with some music. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. What's good, family? You're tuned into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. It's your boy, DJ Focus, checking in. And listen, and we are live in Atlanta, Georgia right now. Uh, at the Infinity Music Festival. And I'm joined by, listen, man, you're a producer, DJ. Mm-hmm. What else you do, man? Uh, huh? Actor? I was about to give a real Movie star? Answer. I know you was. I know. Look, look, that was your Marty moment. You should be yeah, in the yeah, Marty yeah. for Social Club right there. Don't yeah. Why you messing up? I threw him in love and he messed it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, yeah, yeah. I'm going for president. Yeah. Listen, my brother. Uh, What's up? Jimmy. How you doing? How you doing? I'm good, man. You sure? Yeah, I'm good. Talk about this. It's nice and warm down here. I'm wearing a jacket because right. it looks nice. But he always has good. these. Let me tell you something. I've been I've been watching you on the gram. You always have these nice jackets on. Where are you getting all these custom jackets from, man? Or you? you That's just... a great idea or a great question. I shouldn't. I don't know why I said idea. Uh, this one in particular, my dude uh, Johnny Reed in Sandusky has a store called CR Exchange. Like he has his own branded clothes and stuff like that. Okay. And uh, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, but I choose to like shop local over like some corporate store right really? and that's either with clothes shoes restaurants you know what i mean but he he really does have some dope stuff he always hooks me up takes care of me so shout out to johnny reed so talk a little bit about uh share a little bit of your faith story on how you kind of develop your own personal relationship with god yeah before we get into everything else you do absolutely so i i, I come from a christian home uh born and raised uh by grand or i'm sorry my great-grandfather planted a church my cousin has planted a church uh, we just have always uh been a jesus focused family however um i truly discovered who jesus was for myself at like my teen years we used to go to like a summer camp uh up in michigan for like you know like five days something like that and it'd be like all teens like my age they have bible studies they'd have worship and stuff like that and it was during those years that i made it my own personal story and i really gave my heart to god and it's funny because I remember during those years, people who didn't even know me was coming up to me and be like, hey, man, the Lord's telling me to tell you, you're going to be a worship leader one day. You're going to be wow. like hundreds and thousands of people in worship. And, you know, at the time you think of like, man, I don't play guitar. I don't sing. I don't play piano. Like I'm not Kirk Franklin or Chris Town, nothing like that. It wasn't making sense to me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until like a few years ago. Uh, I was actually DJing um, in Bogota, Colombia. And it in the set, I had a worship song that I played. And there was like hundreds or maybe a couple thousand people in, in the audience. Mm-hmm. God spoke to my heart during that moment and said, I told you you'd be leading worship. It wasn't the way you thought, but you're leading worship. I was like, wow, you could be a DJ and drama beats and a worship leader? Oh, because I noticed God has a way of doing that. Like he tells us a promise and we have our way that we think it's going to play out. And God always does it in a different way. That's amazing. So, yeah. That's amazing. So, how did you even get into DJing? Um, honestly, man, I, I grew up just a lover of music. Um, I played drums at an early age, played drums at church. Um, I did play, ended up playing guitar like a little bit after high school, but that was just more or less like write music. Uh, I would make beats and stuff for my friends. And uh, in 2018, or not 18, 2008, 2009, um, I was just going from a job to job. Like, you know, it's like a lot of factory work where I live and, you know, they'd hire you in and then they'd lay you off a month later. And I just got really tired of it. An opportunity presented itself for, hey, we need uh, we need DJs to work full time at this resort. 
Kalahari. Okay. Shout out to Kalahari. And um, they said, you know, we, we get to pay $14 an hour all the hours you want. I'm like, let's go. I had no experience as a DJ, but I had experience with, like running in front of house and like being in a church and just, you know, being comfortable on stage. So they brought me in, they trained me, and I did that job for a year and a half. After about a year and a half, they shut the program down and they said, we just don't want to do this anymore at our resort. And I was like, well, there's no way I can go back to having a, a quote unquote real job. And so uh, I just forced myself to get bookings and just build it from there. And here we are 12 years later. So talk about the uh, production. How did you get in producing? Um, so a friend of mine, um, Aaron, he, he was, uh, we, we went to high school together. He went out to seminary school after high school in like Philadelphia or, or somewhere like that. And he came back home and he was telling me all about like, you know, cause he wanted to be a pastor at the time. And he said, one of the classes he did is they had to do some sort of like outreach outside of school. Mm-hmm. So his roommate, I think, was like a drummer or something like that. And he said he used to go to bars and clubs and his his drummer roommate would play a beat. And he would um, he would give his sermon in the form of like rap and hip hop. Like it would be like a sermon, but it was like in a hip hop form. Right. And I thought that was really dope. I'm like, well, hey, man, I, I have some software here. I've got like a keyboard. Why don't we like make some beats? And that's when I started like getting into it and started making him some tracks that he could take back with him when he went to school. He ended up not going back to school, but you know, I just kind of fell in love with the art form of it and we just kind of built off that. Which one do you love better? Like producing or DJing, if you had to pick. It's it's two different children, you know what I mean? It's just like I, I love the performance of a, being a DJ Absolutely. but there's something magical about just creating something new and then trying to envision like how's this going to translate live you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, I love them both the same I've been DJing longer um, like in a serious context than I have as a producer so like I'm still trying to sharpen my uh, my skill set as a producer but mm-hmm. um, I really like them both man they, they both kind of come in seasons you know like right now I DJ so often like it's definitely has days where like it feels like a job and the producing part still feels like a hobby okay. so you know it goes back and forth what's your experience when you do get a chance to produce and get a chance to be in the studio with the artist and help in that creative process what's what does that look like it, it's different from artist to artist um in song to song i mean sometimes literally the only thing i could come up with is the beat you know what I, mean? I just love how the music feels and then the artist will write all the lyrics all the melodies they'll kind of shoot it back to me sometimes i have a full concept in mind i'm already kind of singing it and like send them the words and then they just replace my voice with their voice so it just it, it really kind of depends like where i'm at and where the artist is at um, i prefer to actually sit down with an artist in a room and then we just both create on the spot rather than just blasting out an email and then they send one back. What what do you think is missing in Christian hip-hop? That one thing, if you could, if you had the power to change, what would you change? Uh, honestly, more fun music. Mm. More fun music. Because right now, I feel like, and not just Christian hip hop, I just feel like hip hop in general, okay. it's more vibey. It's it's a slower tempo. And just, I mean, I, I like the melodic aspect of it. I, I do like that. But like, even as like, you know, me being a DJ, I might play current hits in a, in a club and people just kind of like, yeah, cool. But then you throw them on a, you know, you you play a throwback, something that's got a little more of an upbeat, you know, uh, anthem to it. People respond to it a lot better. Gotcha. So that that stuff I, I like to just see in general, just like some 
you know, festival type uh, music that could just get the crowd like moshing, you know, <laughs> something like that. Do you like to do like, uh, you know, dubstep and like mashups of dubstep and some of the hip hop that you, you know, I'm, I'm not really a dubstep fan. You're not, okay. Um, the, the electronic music genre I tend to lean towards is like Big Room. Okay. Um, that, that's very like ultra Tomorrowland, like main stage sounding. Gotcha. Um, but I tend to go from like EDM to hip hop to Latin music, maybe a little bit of pop in there, and then just kind of circle back around, back and forth. So talk about that, because uh, it's a lot of Latin Christian hip hop that's coming out that a lot of people are not mm -hmm. familiar with. I know Angie Rose is doing a lot and just a lot of other artists. So just talk about that in, in itself and what has been your experience with doing that music. I, I think some of it, like where it comes down to me is like I said, that the first instrument I picked up on was drums. Like I was always a drummer. And I noticed a lot of the music that I gravitate towards is a very percussive forward type music. Mm -hmm. So like hip hop, the beat's gotta be right. In Latin music, the drums and percussion, like reggaeton, it's gotta be right. EDM, that kick, it's it's the heartbeat of the whole song. So um, whether it's Latin, whether it's hip hop, whether it's EDM, whether it's a pop song, like I just love the drumming aspect of it. Um, I do wish there was a lot more uh, Latino artists, at least made aware of in the United States. Obviously, once you get out of the US, I know there's a ton of them, mm -hmm. absolutely. Uh, but it, I do wish there was a little more of a push of it to, to happen here in the States. What's next for you? Um, next, I have uh, a single drop in every month for the next four months. Uh, I'm in the studio recording. Uh, we're going to be over, we're, we're doing a world tour. It kicks off in Africa, in, in Kenya on June 18th. Wow. And so uh, we're, we're um, Who's all on that tour? Hmm? Who's on the tour with you? It, it, it changes from country to country, oh, okay. city to city. Um, I'm with a group called uh, Crave the Movement. It's a nonprofit organization. You can look them up online, cravethemovement.com. Um, we just go around and we, we throw parties and we give away food and drinks and just everything you can think of. And while people are there, we have literally seen thousands of people give their heart to Jesus in one night because we purposely set out to reach the unchurched. That, that's always been the goal, was not to necessarily bring in the church, but to bring people in off the street, however they look, however they act, however they smell, like whatever it is, those are people we've reached out to. Do you think that's a missing part of the church that's not happening right now, more of the street ministry or the evangelism and bringing people in, mm -hmm. or maybe just even, the like you said, going to different communities and just being in the community with people compared to being in the church? I think... There are people out there who do not want to be saved, so they will not step in the church. And that's when we have to go out and reach out to them and save them. That's good. That's good. Listen, um, if you could put together that one project, you're going to be the super producer on this one project. Give me three artists, dead or alive, any genre of music that she would put on this project. Ooh. You producing the whole thing. Whole thing. But you got three artists. Dead or alive, any genre of music, this is it. Uh, let's see, Justin Timberlake. Okay. Been a fan of him for a while. Um, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Wow. Oh, so fire. That boy gonna make me a hand dance. Watch and out then, now. And then Kanye West. See, that would, I, I like that. Yeah. I like that. That would be amazing. Yeah. Now, if I put the three of them on the same song, 
Forget about it. I'm retiring. I'm good. I live my life. Y'all have a good one. Jesus, come back now. <laughs> that's it. Listen, that's that's amazing, man. I appreciate you rocking with us today, Jimmy. Can Absolutely. you tell the people how to follow you on all your social media platforms and introduce one of you know one of your latest you know one of your production singles you've done? Yeah, so my latest single that's out right now it's called Vibes. It's featuring Marty from Social Club Misfits. Uh -huh. uh, also features my friends Ben and Sarai. They're in a group called Light and Darkness out of Nashville, Tennessee. Um, it's currently on radio. Um, it's on all streaming platforms: Spotify, Apple Music, etc. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, it's Jimmy Rock Music. Uh, no relation to Kid Rock, Chris Rock, or in. By the way, I gotta I gotta say, man, listen, I, I, I was I was Rock? in a, I was in. A, Why would he do that? Uber. I was in an Uber on the way here, and like, oh, Jimmy Rock, I'm like, yeah, yeah. They're like, how's your cousin doing? I'm like, my cousin, I'm like, yeah, Chris, he got hit right. I'm like, bro. Since I since you brought it up, you, you gotta give me your take. What's your take on the whole situation with Will Smith, Chris Rock at the Academy? My take is, um, let's pray for both and hope they mature enough to figure it out themselves. That's good. That's solid. Yeah. Appreciate you rocking with us today. Absolutely. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix. The fix is in. Let's go. You're tuned back into the fix. Your source for faith infused hip hop, R and B, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM. Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio, DJ Focus and Dice Gamble checking back in and listen. Let's hop into this conversation, Dice. I, I think we're gonna shake some <laughs> shake some stuff up. You know, you know, we got a lot of people, you know, who care about themselves out mm. here today in these well, streets. Well, <laughs> I think uh, there's there's a lot of people in society right now that feel like everything should be for them. Everything should be for them. Everything should serve them. Like it's all about them i mean you, you i think you know you can just go click on your instagram or your facebook or twitter tiktok it don't matter what it is like you you will see there is this idea that the world revolves around people and um that that's not true that's not that is not true at all you know like i mean from a christian standpoint let's just put it like that you know we are to be serving one another that's who we are that's who god made us to be i mean that's what christ did we don't i mean let's just get to it <laughs> that is that that's our that's our jam but um you know a lot of people's lives do not reflect that servitude you know so um just want to talk about the whys and the why nots you know and what that really looks like like does it even matter in, in today's age uh, to have a servant's heart doesn't matter no, I, absolutely, it does matter what we're going to talk into it. But I, the, the first scripture that came to my mind was Matthew 22, uh, when God pretty much said, you know, outside of the, the his one of his greatest commandments, which is to love, uh, he wants us to love other people outside of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, uh, of course, I'm paraphrasing, um, but I'm just saying like that when I when I tapped into that, that kind of changed my whole perspective on and uh, everything, how I saw, like you said, to your point, the world. Yeah. Um, it also made me humble. I mm -hmm. think that's where I think we should start with serving really shows you another level of, of humility that can't be taught. You have to kind of get into it and do it to kind of see like, oh, I, you know, I, I whine and complain about this, but maybe such and such might be doing a little bit worse than me or you know, I never realized that I could have an impact with doing this or helping this person in this way 
that it just really opened my heart to just like, wow, sometimes I am just caught up in myself. And, you know, you talked about social media. I I can't run away from that before we get too far. I always wonder, are we too, are we, are we caught up too much in that vanity spirit? I look at the selfies. Mm. I look at, you know, us. And I'm, I'm guilty of it. You know, I ain't going to hold you. You know, everybody got, you know, some of them pictures you put up. You know, maybe you got, you know, you want to get this fit off. You got that nice fit you want to get off. You know, you, you bought a new car. You got some jewelry. You know, maybe you got a little uh, a promotion or something. And you went out somewhere nice. But you're caught up in showing yourself off in a way that isn't really necessary all the time. So I always get caught up in trying to keep myself careful of getting caught up in that vanity piece and and really putting stuff out on social media to where I look like I'm more than what maybe God wants to show me off and you know in, in a sense if that makes sense <laughs> yeah I mean I think that makes sense to the Christian but there again we've blended society the way that society thinks mm-hmm. we have m- mixed it with uh, how we have been called to be as a christian you know i mean we have i mean it, i mean there are books i'm talking about authors and you have pastors and ministers and a lot of people that have they've written their own doctrine when it comes to serving <laughs> others mm-hmm. which it doesn't go with anything that god or or Christ said and um like there is this unspoken well it's not unspoken people call it the um what is it the mega mega pastor you know deal like where it's always like I have to look a certain way in order to attract you know people because the truth is I'm not saying it's right but the truth is a lot of people don't want to follow anybody that doesn't look like they got it together that's that's just you know so the problem is that the leader of of that uh organization sometimes they get caught up in the look of it and they forget the true reason that god has really elevated them on that actual platform you know and and it doesn't get discussed enough so now you got a whole bunch of followers who are just trying to um you know copy that they they're just trying to reach a status they're not trying to sit up under and receive anything that God is maybe telling them they're just trying to emulate the person they're following by any means necessary and I know we're jumping subject right here but I think no, no. I want to I, I really want to insert that you do have a lot of people that go to certain churches or they're part of certain ministries not because they're getting anything from God necessarily they just want to have the lifestyle of the leadership or the pastor or you know or, or that teaching the, you know, money cometh now teaching, you know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's, it's mixed up. It's mixed up in the body of Christ. It's mixed up in Christianity, like, um, serving. Like, I, I mean, I, I just don't think it's talked about enough. I have, well, I, I'm born and raised in a church, so you was going to serve, you know, from the gate, like you're going to be serving, whether it's you're holding the door, you're ushering, you clean in the bathroom. I mean, you, you know, you're teaching a class like you were going to serve um, back in the day where, where I'm from. Like it was it was just we were taught about the honor piece that comes along with truly having a heart 
to serve others and to serve the Lord. And I, I, I don't know how, I don't know how much that's taught nowadays. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you. I meet a lot of people, like even, even for me at this age, I'll meet people and then they'll tell me, yeah, maybe I'll call you. Maybe you could do this for me. And you're just like, <laughs> maybe I could do what? <laughs> you know, in your mind, you're just like, you know, it's, it's like not even trying to let any pride rise up. You're just like, wow, you just, you are not into serving anybody's ministry or anything. You want to be served, period. But, um, you know, we're, we got so much word to back this up. It's ridiculous. Like you, you were talking about Matthew. What was your um, scripture? Matthew 22. Yeah, but st- right there, Matthew twenty twenty eight. even as the son of man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his and to give his life as a ransom. So not only did he come to do some work, but he came to die for us. So it's just like, man, we 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 miss it. We we miss it quite often, but there is a huge blessing on the other side of serving other people, selflessly serving, not serving to get anything in return, just literally as a as a sacrifice and 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 honoring God just by um serving other people you know it's hard for people to stay at a church long enough to see fruit sometimes because they they're just like man why would i stay here and do this for you know this long when i could just go somewhere else and be doing my own i could start my own little church in the parking lot over by the family dollar and it's like maybe you should serve maybe you should really sit up underneath that older pastor who's been sir who had who has had a um church for like 40 years because i'm pretty sure they got some good word for you they can teach you about people and um and what it means to be uh consistent in the faith consistent in prayer consistent in a community like instead of hop jumping and skipping on the next thing you know that you think is 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 fire but um anyways i i mean i got so many stories about serving it's often it's often frustrating because i'm like man you know people don't stay around long enough to really see god do something amazing in a ministry like these days you know it's just kind of like a a quick thing and if it's not happening fast enough then it ain't god and it's like listen sometimes you gotta wait a second to see what god is talking about for real for real what were you gonna say sorry no, you're fine. I, I think, you know, you said a lot of powerful things, and I know that was something that I had to learn to as well. You need to follow before you lead. Um, I remember, was it was it 116 or it was either Lecrae or maybe the 116 click. They made that uh, one song, um, If You Can't Follow, You Can't Never Lead. A real uh, man bowed down to authority. Uh, it's an old, uh, but that song right there, when I was listening to it, I was in a season where I was learning how to walk with somebody and literally be trained be taught be discipled and i think sometimes a lot of us as believers miss that mark too as well we we, you might go you get the word from the pastor and then that's it you you leave you leave and you're waiting on another sunday instead of being developed i think that's the big part of discipleship that people miss sometimes is the development process and in that development process to your point you get a chance to serve <laughs> brother brother god, listen god does god does things in the middle of you serving god teaches you lessons in the middle yes. of you serving that you will never learn god shows you 
other people's hearts in the middle of serving that you would never see. Like God shows you who you are in the middle of serving other people. Um, and I mean, just really just shows you who you are and, and where you are. Like, um, I remember um, 2013, I was on a mission trip, went to Haiti. So uh, a group of us, probably like 10 of us, uh, we were just going to do like a women's event uh, in Bayonne in the mountains. So um, I just remember at this time, I'm, I'm pretty, I can't say pretty famous, but in my church, I'm pretty famous, you know, and across the world, I, I put out a couple albums or whatever. And I'm like, man, I can't wait to get over here and do some music, you know? So... <laughs> We're over um, outside the church on uh, like day one of the first event of the weekend. And I don't know if you know about Haiti, but, you know, they have you on the on the uh, non-Christian things. So, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying it's a risk for women or men to even come and deal with missionaries, Christian missionaries at a church, you know, like they're into voodoo and things like that. So, you know, just people coming in from the uh general area to come see what we had going on over there they were risking their whole lives right i'm not even thinking about that i'm at the church like okay half of my team's inside half of my team is outside i want to be inside because you know i want to i want to get on the mic i want to have fun you know i want to see what's going on they got me outside washing feet right so I was okay for like the first hour and here's the deal I don't know if you've ever been to Bionne but a lot of people don't have shoes or and if they do have shoes they're they don't have the best shoes you know they're walking pretty much bare feet in the dirt I'm not thinking about that because I'm just like man I came all this way you know like my way across the world I want to I want to see what's going on inside the church you know whole time just I'm not present at all trying to hear what God is trying to teach me in this moment so time is ticking and I'm like man I know this service is about to be over with I guess I'm just not going to be a part of this you know so now I'm just frustrated but I'm still out here washing feet so I get a little kid uh like right in front of me probably like seven years old and um you know I'm taking the shoe off and and there was like this something on the back of their foot you know and we had like a medical center on this compound and I, I you know so I'm, I'm cleaning up the, this little wound and I'm taking off the band-aid and you know even as I was walking to like our little nursing station like the Lord was convicting me like there's some people out here that need you you know but you're so focused you're so focused I'm trying to go grab a microphone and I don't know what you think you're doing because you know they speak Haitian and French so you know, it ain't like they about to understand you, you know, like that anyway, but you, you, you want to be on the inside so bad. So I'm walking back, cleaning up the little kid's foot, you know, I'm really just asking God to forgive me in my heart. Like, man, I, you know, I, I'm not even thinking that the people outside who maybe can't go inside or are choosing not to go inside, like they need me as well. So I'm hearing God work on my heart. And uh, somebody taps me from my team and a lady was like, hey, she wants you to sit. There was a lady that had been watching me the whole time as I've been outside washing people's feet, you know, and this is based off of um, John 13, 12 through 14, this picture of when 
Christ, you know, um, here, wash their, their feet. You know what I mean? Like, and he was just saying, like, do you understand what I've done to you? You call me teacher um, and Lord, and you are right for I am. But if your Lord and your teacher has washed your feet, you should also wash one another's feet. That was our scripture that we were leaning in that day outside that church. But for me, when that, when I got tapped on the shoulder and somebody from my team was like, hey, the lady wants you to sit. There was a lady there who had watched me wash everybody's feet and she wanted to wash my feet. <clears throat> Bruh, I have never been undone so tough outside of a church than in that particular moment because... It took me, like, until that interruption to realize, like, you talk about making disciples. You talk about showing people how to love on others. Like, there was a communication barrier there. You know, I, I, I couldn't really speak to the lady, but she had watched me the whole time, like, just love on her community before they were able to go into the service. You know, we were outside watching people before they went to church. and um, But the same love that I was extending, she... She didn't really understand anything, but she understood like, okay, I want to, I want to show her that I feel the same way, you know? And so all I'm saying is we miss so many things that God wants to teach us and show us when we do not just wholeheartedly serve other people without looking to be there to get any, to get their attention, to get their approval, to let them hear our next big idea or teaching or song. It's like, show up and see what people need you know you know we have so many great examples of christ doing this and so um i'm all about i'm all about serving bro like even even now showing up as artists i'll show up somewhere go find the pastor lead team whoever and say i don't even need to do a song like if you guys need me to pray with the kids we can do that you know if if we need if you need me during an altar call i'll be there you know like what like whatever it is because um, god has so much more for you when you when you meet other people and you go to other uh places it's never just about you you know but anyway i know that was a long story i just wanted to share that one <clears throat> no that was powerful listen dj focus dice gamble <laughs> we gotta go to a break you're tuned into the fix the fix is in you tune back into the fix your source of faith infused hip hop R&B and poetry right here on Sirius XM channel 154 holy culture radio happy Monday good people you're rocking with DJ focus and dice gamble and listen we've been talking about serving the power of serving um, and everything that it has you know dice um, you dropped so many gems um, (laughs) the last time I, I know I was sitting here and I was listening to you um, share your story mm-hmm. um, of just uh, the. So let, let me just first let me let me give you a roses because I have never been on a mission trip, let, let, so I, I don't even know what that's like. So, but mm-hmm. I was just sitting over here like, wow, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when you was telling me the story. I think my first humbling experience for serving is when I got involved in pretty much like the community um, outreach events that we have at our church that I go to now. Mm-hmm. I remember going to a man's homeless shelter and picking the the men up for a church service. I actually joined the transportation team and I was going down to the shelter and we would pick up um, the men on Sunday morning. They would come to our church. We would feed them. They would go to service and we would take them back. But it was be- it, before that, I never really understood 
everything that goes through somebody who may be not where they need to be at that particular moment. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, I'm be honest. I was one, you know, somebody else might not say this, but I was one who kind of looked down on people who were um, homeless. Just being honest. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, you know, you have an opportunity to do whatever you want to do. If this is America. You need to get up and do it. But not understanding, you know, everything that goes with that, what got them there. So me drop, you know, driving the uh, church van to pick up the men and bring them back to church. I started to build relationships with some of these men and started to hear their stories, mm-hmm. started to hear some of their shortcomings and also the success stories because mm-hmm. I was able to see some of these men, uh, a lot of them, be honest with you, who were started off that way, but maybe two weeks, 30 days, three months down the line, got themselves back in order. Were able to get out of the shelter and get back to taking care of themselves and having an apartment or whatever it may be. But that that was my first experience of saying, you know what, I need to stop. Cause I, I used to, I'm be honest, I used to talk, I used to talk bad about homeless people. I did. I was, I had to ask for forgiveness. Yeah. I had to humble myself and say, you know what, that's, you, you never know what somebody's going through. I did not understand how mental health was so valuable back then either too as well i know a lot of those men were just going through just hardships and it was breaking them down mentally i know as a man a man always wants to provide protect and do the things he needs to do for his household so when you strip a man of that you strip a part of a man you know and i'm speaking from experience so it's like that was humbling for me just to go and god was showing me listen you need to stop treating people this way Cause you ain't got it all together. You might have some things together that they don't, but you don't have everything together. So yes, I just wanted to share that. And that's, that was a short version because I did that for, I went to that, I went to the shelter and picked up those men for about almost three years before I, before I moved on to another ministry. And that's something too as well. I want to talk about the, the importance of moving around, especially within a church to different ministries. Cause you get different lessons in each ministry. You do. You do. I mean, there's so much work to be done in, in a ministry. I mean, it just doesn't, it never stops. I mean, and I think that is one of the frustrations with people. They, you know, they have to learn how to balance their time because I will say, I think serving um, can. Yes, hold, on, hold on, hold on, wait a You say balance the time. So maybe a, a little, a little less time. time. A little, a little less time going to the club. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. A little, a little less time, time. Call, calling Ray Ray. You know, you pillow talking with Ray Ray for 15 hours a day. You ain't got the time though. Oh, I'm mean, sorry. I'm I sorry. Mean, that was, no, no, that no, was no, in no. my, I'm sorry. I just wanted to say <laughs> Ray, that. Just forgive Ray, me. Ray. That was, that was for somebody else. That wasn't for I me. I mean, you know, it's folk out here. I mean, you know, some people don't want to give their time at all. And then there's some people who they do give way too much time and it becomes, they get burnt out. So, um, one of, the thing, one of the lessons I was taught like coming up in the ministry was when it starts to feel like work you need a break because I mean honestly it should be a joy to serve it should be exciting you should be expecting what God is about to do in your life or, or in the lives of somebody else when you show up you are showing them the love of Christ and we should show up I mean just fully who we, who we are and who we're designed to be and um, like I said um we're just setting a great example. It's the one, it's the example that Christ set as far as serving goes. And, um, it's an, there's an expectation that we will serve. You know, a lot of people always want to flip Bible verses and stuff like, um, what is it? Your, uh, give and it'll be given unto you, you know, good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. Like you want to give all this extra 
painted picture of blessings pouring over but the first part of that scripture is give give like you need you need to go do something so you know it's um I don't know I just think it's missing in today's society the idea of serving even with uh like outside of the church I don't want to just talk about church just I mean anything else from schools to even households like there's just that honor that comes when you walk in um in, 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 in good servitude towards anything, you know, just whether it's serving your family, serving your own home, you know, serving your community, like the Lord just blesses that. That is, that is God's jam. You know, when you are loving on other people, I say it all the time, people are God's currency and that's all God cares about is people. So we definitely could do a lot better, uh, serving, but balance is a, balance is a, is a key thing there, you know, like, when you start to feel burnt out in ministry, because a lot of people do get to that point, you know, they're serving, 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 and they're so good at what they're doing, whether they're ministering, or, you know, lead team, playing the piano or whatever they're doing. And man, they get so tired. They're like, look, I don't even want to come back here no more. So excuse me. It's important to you take breaks, but definitely, man, God does some things in your heart through service that he can't do with anything else. It don't matter. Oh. No, I agree. And I, I think uh, you said something powerful about the community, serving in your local community. Oh, yeah. I think I think that is very important to know the community you live in. You need to be a part of what's going on. My wife and I uh, almost like this is when our daughter was in school. We, we that was the first opportunity that we got a chance to start going to like board meetings mm-hmm. and being involved not only with the school district but what's going on in the community what where are some things you know to that where's what are some suggestions that we maybe can suggest that can help better our community and be a part of that you know so i, I think that's too as well you, you need to make sure that you are not just talking about it but help and or suggest and be around the change that you might want in your community we talk about uh different things that are happening in our community that we would want to see change different okay well you know you're talking about it but are do you have a suggestion that you can go to the mayor or somebody in council and then figure out a solution to that problem when, when it's time to do community events do you come out and support <laughs> yeah you know i think that's we missed the mark on that too as well where we need to be involved so it's a sacrifice i get it but it's very valuable that you be a part of it. especially if you live in these communities and you're paying you're paying taxes so you're already paying city taxes man why would you not want to be a part of the community where you pay taxes that you, you vote for the mayor and everybody that's in the city hall and whatnot so it's like what are you doing i'm telling you i mean i like how you said that be a part of of community like i said you're you're definitely being a a good example of um you know of christ showing up and serving others but you're also connecting with people yes people people that you may need people that may need you i mean you never know like what what god is going to do when you're out serving i mean i think a lot of people's blessing is out there you know if they would go serve somebody else um, you know, they might, they might run across that one person that can connect them with their dream, the thing that they've been wanting to do, you know, like it just gives you great opportunity to, to build and to grow and to man and, and to even see how God is working in other people's lives or, or even sometimes just to humble you. Like, like, listen, you think your life's so bad. 
go on out there and go serve somebody else and you'll learn quick, fast, in a hurry that your life is not so bad, you know, but it, when you isolate, you just kind of have this little bubble and um, you think, you know, yours, is, you have the just, you have the worst life ever, but no, it's, it's important. And mission trips are a great way to, man, see the world. And also to allow God to work through other people. This is another thing I learned, not to be stuck on mission trips, but I didn't really know that um, when I first started doing mission work, that you let the Lord work through other people because some other people do want to go do mission trips, but they can't, you know, like they want to travel. Maybe they're, you know, too old or, or too frail or they're just afraid, you know, but God has really been talking to them about serving people far away, you know? And so you, you know, you get to show up and, and be that servant and, um, and they'll pour into you. Like, I remember the first time I was going somewhere, I had told my team leader, I was like, yeah, I'll buy my ticket. And he was like, yeah, that's not how mission trips work. You know, <laughs> like that's fine that you can afford it, but we need to let the Lord run the trip. And I was like, mm. what? I was like, what? And I had no idea. And literally, um, what I learned is you can block other people's blessing by not serving. Like some people will, they, they can't do a thing themselves, but you saying, Hey, I want to go, uh, give backpacks. I want to do back to school, uh, back to school bash. I want to go do a party for the youth. You know, like you just saying to other people, like, yeah, this is what I, I know the Lord is calling me to go do. You know, I want to do prom dresses for people who can't afford them. Other people have been hearing from God to give. They just been waiting on you to show up and say, this is what I'm doing. And it's like you block the opportunity for somebody to follow through on them hearing God say, give, there's somebody that needs you. You know, like there's somebody knocking on your door. There's somebody coming your way. There's somebody that, you know, they're, they're serving me, but they need your check, you know? And it's like, you don't even like, there's so many aspects to service. And it's like, it's important for you to, walk in faith when you're going to serve you know include other people like let let other people bless you is what it's going to do but they're really honoring god you know by buying your flight to you know i don't know ukraine because you want to go you know serve and help you know help people over there so but that's what i'm saying like man i i didn't I didn't know that on my first trip and I literally had to trust God, throw up a GoFundMe, explain what God was calling me to do and just believe that God was about to pay for my trip. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't know that uh, people care that much. No clue. Mm. And, I, and everything was taken care of, you know? I mean, I had way more stuff, way more everything than I would have ever needed. I mean, it's it's insane just how how the Lord works, but you know, you get to see those pictures of uh, those, those, those other, those other, um, like pictures of what God is doing behind the scenes, you know, when you are out serving and you include other people. So, mm. no, I agree. And I think, uh, <laughs> something else is powerful. You get a chance to make new relationships with different people mm-hmm. and establish, uh, you know, new contacts, new friendships and build on that. Um, I'm pretty sure that, you know, you're still in contact with some of the people that maybe either you went on the mission trip with or sure. with, you know, stuff like that. So like those are like long term relationship mm-hmm. building that like th- those are skills that you learn within that relationship within this serving. Mm-hmm. Like I remember 
when we uh, used to go uh, to a, um, it was actually a, oh man, it's called Team Challenge. I'm trying to think of the best way to explain it. It's mm-hmm. pr- it's pretty much it's a program where men who've been uh, incarcerated mm-hmm. they have the opportunity to get out of uh, prison early and do this program and it takes away from their sentence so say for instance they have five years mm-hmm. if they uh, p- apply and they're able to enroll in this program instead of them doing the five years they might just have to do maybe 18 months at this teen challenge program so the teen challenge program itself is a faith-based organization and you can go look this up it's at uh, teenchallenge.com uh, mm-hmm. and they build up men from the inside out like they mm-hmm. they literally start over so they teach they teach them not only uh of course theology and, and how to understand the bible but they also teach them life skills they also have job training they also have uh programs to uh, work with them on if they struggle in any form of mental health um so it's just it's just powerful so i was able to start going here and from there I was able to meet men from across the world because this this program is only I forget how many exactly there are, but there's only a certain amount of these uh, programs within the United States. So you have men coming from everywhere. I was talking from men who originally from New Orleans, from Chicago, from Florida, from here. So I'm just building with all these different men from all these different cities, all these different walks of life. They're trying to just turn their life around. And I'm, I'm telling you, Dice, that thing was, I promise you, God, God knew what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. breaking me down uh, yeah. to build me back up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the, the joy that comes with serving, the humility that comes with serving. I mean, you're making a difference in, in people's life when you're, mm-hmm. when you're serving, like it allows you to use your gifts. Like it, you, you start to pull on you know who god has made you like what what's in your bag like you you start to pull on that and you get to use it um you get to build with other people um please it's advancing the kingdom so many things that happen when you are when you're serving and and like i said it's not it's not about you it's definitely just about you being there and being there for others and being there for whatever the need is so um i i enjoy i i definitely suggest it you know for people who are um complaining all the time <laughs> it's like right. i mean it's so it, it just serve, serving others really it cures it cures so much like it, just having a servant's heart just like a want to do the right thing um you know towards anybody and i'm not saying that it's easy sometimes to to serve you know but typically what happens is once you get in into serving you just figured all about why you didn't want to be there you know like you just kind of throw all that away because you realize you were needed you know a lot of people that don't feel needed or wanted or thought about i've said this on the show before go serve boys and girls club you know ymca like the hospital where you can just wheel people in and out volunteer at the fire department you know volunteer firemen you know so it's like i'm trying to tell you it, it it helps in so many ways and it changes you on a deeper level than any given of a tithe could like fine go ahead and give you tithe and offer go ahead but you know what i bet i bet god could do something deeper in your soul when you show up and go serve listen you tune into the fix your source of faith infused hip-hop r&b and poetry dj focus dice gamble uh listen keep it locked you tuned into the fix the fix is in 
you tune back into the fix your source of faith infused hip-hop r&b and poetry right here on sirius xm channel 154 holy culture radio and listen 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 this is the saddest <laughs> moment of the show i always is i know we hate to go but we gotta go but we will we will be back tomorrow 6 a.m ready to rock again so absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely we uh definitely want to shout out our uh, guest today dj uh jimmy rock uh that was a solid interview uh definitely go follow him on all his social media platforms stream his music he's a super producer he's a a very talented dj he's a traveling dj um so yeah he does a little bit of everything but he just has a heart for the lord Um, when i got a chance to sit down with him he just really wants to make every every room he walks in he kind of he kind of talked about this he wants to make sure that people know that he's re- he represents jesus christ like That's he awesome. wants to show the love he wants to give the grace and he wants to make sure he builds people up and let god use him so that's that was very powerful um that was very something very powerful that i took away from that interview too as well listen dice uh yep. I, I feel like I feel like uh, that serving conversation. I listen. Yeah. You, you got me. You got me about to go out here in these streets today. I might. I might go have to go around the corner in the community. <laughs> bring somebody trash can on in. Go and bring somebody trash can on in. Like, I mean, I'm telling you. Speaking of trash can, like there's somebody in our neighborhood. We don't know who it is, but if it's raining or if if you know it's trash day and. Uh, you know, early, early in the morning, somebody magically puts our, brings our trash cans, like literally to our garage, everybody. And we cannot find the person, but shout out to you, whoever it is, you mystery man or woman who brings in those trash cans. Cause Lord knows I don't feel like walking to go get it. <sighs> I mean, won't I'm just he, saying, won't, like, he do it? won't he do it? Won't he do it? I'm sitting here like, gee, where's, who is this person that walks back and forth 59, 11 times? And we can't, we don't know who it is, but, um, man, you just don't know your, your active service can really, really bless somebody. Like, I'm trying to tell you, you have no idea. You say it all the time, folks. You like, it's a Thursday or Monday or buy somebody's lunch or pay it forward or buy them a coffee or whoop, whoop, whoop. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't have to be the biggest thing ever. I mean, something small and simple, you know, something small and simple to let other people know you're thinking about them or you're watching them or, I mean, you know. Yeah, you know that's something that my uh, my pastor taught me. He was like, uh, you, "You need to love on people." And mm-hmm. sometimes, uh, to your point, because like you said, uh, people believe you know people listen to you all day, mm-hmm. but they're watching you and they see what you do. And sometimes that act of kindness, you know, mm-hmm. if you're at the gas station and you know God has blessed you, and when you go in there and pay for your gas, uh, I, every now and then randomly I might just say, you know what, pay for uh, what, what what number number six get? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cover that too as well. Mm-hmm. What 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 five get? You know, mm-hmm. so I, I'll cover that. My wife. And I, like I said, we're out sometimes, and we might see a couple that was sitting down having a great dinner, just like us. Mm-hmm. We'll leave before them and pay them. Just a kind gesture. We don't even go up to them and tell them. Mm-hmm. We don't want to know who their name is. Mm-hmm. We just want to give them the love. We're not looking for them to even know us. Mm-hmm. You figure by the time they even realize it's been paid for, we at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So yeah. yes, it's just and, and believe me. Listen, I can only speak from my experience. Mm-hmm. The Lord has always blessed us. And I know it's not it's not about that, but I'm going to just tell you the reality. There has been multiple times where we have sold into somebody else. We have mm-hmm. blessed somebody else. Mm-hmm. And God will just surprise us somehow, yeah. some way with something else. Say it, bro. 
Say you know it. what I'm saying? So I, I this is why in my prayer, I'm always saying as I continue to take care of your business, continue to take care of me, God. And he's yeah. never let me down. Never. 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 <laughs> Bro, he ain't never lied. You ain't never, have you ever got one of them checks in the mail last minute? Let me tell you something. Bruh. So, so it, it's not even, uh, it, it's not even, uh, checks in my house. I'm going to tell you what it is. My wife mm-hmm. is the bonus queen. <laughs> no, no, seriously. That's I awesome. promise you every, every time we, we would do something <laughs> kind, uh-huh. I would look up maybe two weeks, a month later. My wife, uh-huh. Hey, babe, we got a bonus. Listen, hey, we got a bonus. Babe, we got a bonus. Or it. somebody will walk up to her or me mm-hmm. in church or mm-hmm. out in the streets. We've been out in the streets and people mm-hmm. walk up to you. Listen, mm-hmm. y'all just genuinely look like y'all love each other and like mm-hmm. each other. I just want to sow in the yard. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many seeds we received from that. When right. we were getting out of debt, that was, mm-hmm. that was very powerful. When we were getting out of debt, when mm-hmm. we were going, uh, fighting for financial freedom. Come on now. And, and paying off, uh, credit card bills that we shouldn't have had in the first place. Mm-hmm. I remember I used to be so frustrated mm-hmm. because I, you know, I knew I got myself in this situation, but I didn't want to do the work to get out. So this is another thing. I'm going to help some people get free. I know it doesn't look cute, but getting out of a jam is rough. And that's a process. And God will humble you and take you through a process too, as well as that. But mm-hmm. that whole process, I promise you every month, I, I picked up another job. My wife was working overtime. So we, we're grinding. We're doing all these hours and God was constantly canceling this debt. Mm. People were sowing into us, mm. helping us pay the debt off. It was amazing. And it was all because we had built great relationships. Mm-hmm. We had been serving in the church, serving in our community because there was some people in our community too as well. It was not just church people that was blessing us. Mm-hmm. We had built these relationships. People seeing we were genuine. People believed in what we were doing. And to your point, you know, similar to how you said, uh, you, you got out of the way and you let God be God. And yep, people yep. funded that missionary trip for you. Mm-hmm. It was the same way for us. So, yes. Yes. Listen, we, we we try to give y'all some real stuff here. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> we, we're not giving y'all no fluff. We ain't making up no stories. Right. These are real stories. Real stories. <laughs> I know. No, that's how you do. I mean, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. So. Yeah, but it's a process for everybody listening to us today. Listen, it's a process. So you have to walk the process. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the process might take a couple of years, might take five years. You know, you, you don't know how long it's going to take, but weather the storm, go through the process. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you, at the end, you mm-hmm. win. <laughs> That's right. At the end, you win. And there you have it. Your word there you win. have it. Listen, <laughs> keep it locked. I, I ain't going to tell y'all no more. Don't turn the channel. I know we about to uh, tap out, but our, our sis, uh, Raina Day is up next. Yeah. And listen, we got great content on mm-hmm. all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the general trig on with CoreLink Solutions coming up after mm-hmm. Raina. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and yes, all day. Wado, what it be like don't turn the channel. Just leave it on. Just leave it channel on. 154 all day. Stop all day. playing with us. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus is the answer. Kingdom advancement. The fix is in. We out.